Podcast Network. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the X Lives Podcast. I am your host, Patrick C. Huerta. On this podcast, we talk about our present, our future, and more importantly, our past. The good, the bad, and the fuzzy. Stories from our X Lives. Like, share, and subscribe on whichever platform you use to listen to the podcast. Follow the Babacoa Core Podcast Network on Instagram and Facebook at Babacoa Core. All the links to most of our podcast platforms can be found on the website www.babacoacore.com. Any questions, comments, or to share your stories from your past on the X Lives Podcast, send emails to xlivespod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy these episodes. This is X Lives. up welcome to the podcast james martinez how you doing man what's up dude thanks for coming out happy new year oh yeah happy new year uh yeah this is gonna be the first x lives that i've been doing or that i've done in 2020 oh shit uh so yeah thanks for starting off the year uh with us how you doing man i feel good man i feel good i, I feel special right now special yeah i'm your i'm your first guest of 2020 oh yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah man <laughs> well, here's off to uh, a bunch of other Cool guest, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be good. Uh, so, plugs before we get into anything: uh, social media, websites, uh, any shows you got coming up. How can people find you? Okay, so Instagram, Salty X Dog. Um, that's where I'm most active on. If you want to uh, follow my Facebook, it's just James Martinez. Um, that's where I, you know, do a lot of networking. I, I, I like Facebook, and it's a lot easier to reach me there. I think if you want to do like the messenger and stuff, and then. Um, on YouTube, I have a show with my best friends called The Bear and the Boar, and this is kind of like a sit down in front of a camera, and we just fuck around and just, I don't know, talk about whatever, and uh, make sure to subscribe to that, you know? So Bear and the Boar, yeah. are you the bear or the boar? I'm the boar. And yeah. what's a boar? Like the pig? You know, like the crazy pigs? Okay. You know, the, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like if you get a regular pig, you know what I'm saying? You get a regular pig... And you just like throw him in the woods. Uh-huh. He turns into like he, they turn feral. They turn into like a boar. Oh yeah, yeah. See, I just I knew a boar was like a type of pig. I just didn't know how they become a boar. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a, it's it's like a, a regular pig that just becomes wild. Yeah, kind of like a kind of like a white guy. <laughs> a white you, guy. you know what I'm saying? Like if you get a white guy and you, and you just throw him to the throw him to the streets or whatever, he kind of turns into a little feral. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so, what's the concept behind that? The bear and the boar. Um, and why are you the boar? We didn't get into that. Why? Are okay, you the I'm the okay. So it's it's more because he's the bear. Uh-huh. He's my he's my best friend. He's kind of a he's kind of a bigger dude, uh-huh. uh, little burly guy. And he, people call him like they they say like he's looks kind of like a bear. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a little bit. I'm not big enough to be a big old animal. I wanted to be like the bear and the ape or something. Yeah. Right. But then like we have like. We have a friend that's like huge. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm only like five six, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like. I had to be like a little smaller animal, but it's a little crazy because I have a little crazy size. See, aren't boars saying. big though? Aren't they big? They're not as big as a bear, dude. <laughs> no, not. Well, not as big as a bear, yeah, that's but what like I'm pigs are, are are big, man. Yeah, like man. like the javelinas is it like bigger than a javelina. You know what, dude? I don't know. Yeah, but it rolls off the tongue good. You know yeah, no, it does. It's catchy, bear it's catchy, the right? boar. Exactly. But like like you hear that that characteristic of a bear, you know, like a big dude, uh, you know, hairy, whatever. And then a boar. I was like, what the fuck is a boar? So I guess if you're calling yourself a, a feral pig. Well, the thing is, <laughs> in, in the gay community, yeah, a bear is like a big, burly guy. Uh-huh. Did you know that? Uh-huh. All right. So I want to kind of make a new term in that community to describe somebody like me. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because I had the body of a really big guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm when? Look at me right now. No, man. Dude, you're a small dude. No, bro. If you look at me with, like... No, I mean, I, I get it. Like, you, you do, like, look, like, uh, muscular. No, I look like a real... But, like, you're very, like, small No, I look like... I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm only 5'6". Yeah. But I look like I got... Like, I look like a guy that's, like, 6'4", like, 300 pounds, but just, like, condensed. 
You know, know uh, you know Henry Rollins. Mm-mm. No, he was in the Rollins band, and he did all, all this stuff. He, he's done in some movies and stuff. Every time I see you, because you have like those like uh, those tattoos, like kind of like strate- strategically placed. Okay. I always think of Henry Rollins. I'm a lot older than a bunch of the pe- these people mm-hmm. uh, in the in the open mic scene, so like I'm pretty sure nobody knows who that is. But I always get that like he's like a little like tough dude. And he looks big on 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 TV and on mm-hmm. movies, whatever. But if you see him in person, he's probably like you know. Like, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't, I, I, if you short. ever see me, yeah, sure. I'm short as shit, and I'm just like wide. Like yeah. my girlfriend calls me a mini fridge. Yeah, that's that's what I'm built like. I'm built like a mini fridge. So I kind of like use that. But in, I'm a little crazy. Uh-huh. You, you've seen me on stage. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, A lot of yelling and moving and <laughs> you shit. Do, yeah, a lot of yelling. <laughs> Dude, I've had people talk shit about me. Yeah, they're like say like um. Oh, you like you like to win them over by by, by yelling. Yeah. Like, oh, you, you like, um, how do I say it? Like, they think like my comedy is based around being, you know, like, just like yelling, mm-hmm. but it's not. Like, I just do that for the first like two seconds. Yeah. If I'm at like a shitty bar, you yeah. know what I'm saying, just to like get attention. Mm-hmm. But like people have like talk shit and say like, oh, all you do is yell, but it's like no, it's not. Like, no, I just no, do it's it not a lot. All though. you do, like, it, it it does. Uh, it, you do get people's attention by yelling. Correct. And uh, and like you'll be like for the, for the first beginning when I saw you, you'd be kind of quiet, and then people have to like lean in to hear you, and then mm-hmm. like you would just start yelling, and I was like, oh shit, that's fucking insane. Well, you okay? So I haven't seen you in a while. No, well, I don't go to. Uh, yeah, there's some mics that I don't I don't go to. Yeah, I go I go to all the ones that nobody wants to go to. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I haven't seen you in a while. You've seen me when I very first started. Yeah. This, how, how long how long ago did you start? Literally since July. July. Yeah, that's so when you're I pretty new in it. That's good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And uh-huh. when it, when, it, when we first met was when I was like real, like I was still nervous. I was still like making myself go up there. It was rather it was rather me forcing myself to go up there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I was like, re- and I didn't know if my jokes were funny. And they weren't. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, so I was real quiet about it and shy about it. But now, like that, I've I'm doing it. You know, I find what I like to do and what I enjoy doing, and mm-hmm. that's why I, I'm, now I'm like loud and stuff like that. But I'm trying to think. We haven't really had like um this is our first serious conversation, huh? Like a first actual conversation. I mean I talked to you a little bit when when uh when I first noticed you at Jokesters mm-hmm. and then uh there was a guy, another open micer, um acquaintance of ours that was giving you uh, uh, advice on one of your bits that you had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very weird. <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we, we talked yeah. a little bit about that. Big but Dan, no. dude. Yeah, big, yeah, yeah. I, and I actually want to talk about him. Big Dan. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it I up, but I love wonder. him, dude. I love him, and I feel like he's underappreciated. I've never seen underappreciated? him. Underappreciated? Underappreciated. <laughs> How okay, should people appreciate listen. him? Listen, he, I don't know if he listens to this show. Big Dan, I fucking love you. <laughs> when I very first did Jokesters, my very first day doing it, I didn't like know. Like, I was, was that your first spot? Um, no, I did. I first did it. I laugh out loud. Oh, okay. But I wanted to broaden my horizons, right? And I wanted to do it at Jokesters, but I, I didn't know like the setup. Mm-hmm. So you know how Jokesters has those two buildings, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I knew I knew to be there by seven, right? But I didn't know which doors to like get into. So I I was like walking by and I was nervous. Like I was like I don't know. I felt like really like a little kid, like mm-hmm. trying to do this. And <laughs> I walk past the first set of doors. And I'm like looking into, I'm looking in the window and I see the stage and I see the setup and I see the chairs and stuff. And I'm like opening the door, it's all locked. And, and the gate to like the, the sitting area in the back is locked. Mm. So I'm like, what the hell? I don't know how to get into here. Like I'm, I'm all nervous. I'm shy. And so I'm just like standing there on my phone, like as if people are like looking at me, like I'm, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. And then, so I see Big Dan walking around the corner and I'm like, hey man, like, do you know this place? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I, 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 do you know how to get in here? And he's like, "Why? Like, are you, are you a comedian?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I'm a comedian. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do like stand up." He's like, "Yeah, man. Like, I'll, I'll walk you there, dude. We could take like two steps, and the, the front door is right there." Yeah. And I, I was so embarrassed. And then he like throughout the night, he like kind of like took care of me and kind of like you know like kept me company. He didn't even know me at all. Like, I, he just saw that I was nervous. Yeah. And then he just like stayed around me and stuff. Yeah. He was a pretty cool guy. No, he's a he's a nice dude. He's a um, he's a character. Yeah, he's very he's a he, dude. He's a character for sure. Are you on his? Uh, like his secret list of dudes that he sends like crazy shit to on Facebook. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know there was a secret list <laughs> of dudes. It's the craziest shit. Uh, Anyways, just like I'm at work, man. You gotta stop sending this. Yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I muted his shit. Not to, not to be disrespectful, but yeah, that shit was crazy. Anyways, <laughs> but um, yeah, the first time that we actually sat down together, I think, was when he was telling me 
I don't even want to get into that. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I was but, there for that conversation. Yeah, though. yeah. It, was, it was a bit bit weird. Um, but I mean, that's just his his character. I I never know if he's serious when he's talking about the stuff that he talks about. You know, I don't know because he has this, this this demeanor of like, is he kidding? Is he not kidding? I don't know. I mean, I don't need to know. It's, it's, it's <laughs> up to him, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, did we did we announce you have shows coming up? Did we skip over? Oh, that? actually, sorry about that. Yeah, I, I'm hosting a gig uh, January 17th at. Will it be out by then? Yeah, it's coming okay. out tonight. Okay, so yeah, January 17th at Ash Basement Bar at the Smoke Restaurant. That's a show for Irma and uh, Al Gonzalez is headlining. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the that's in the Smoke Restaurant. Yeah, it's it's under it's in the basement. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, Ash yeah. Smoke. Yeah. Clever, very oh, clever. Oh yeah, I didn't you just hit it. You yeah, just got it right out. I didn't even think about that. Oh shit! Because I saw like Ash Bar, and it says by Sunset Station. I was Correct. like, I had no idea where that was. I know where Smoke is. It's right on the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know the streets, but right right by Sunset Station. And I was like, Ash Bar. I was trying to figure out what it was, where it was. But yeah, that's that's funny. It's underneath the Ruth Smoke Restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Ash. Yeah, uh, yeah. I do a lot of shows for Irma. Yeah, she takes care of me. That's cool. Yeah, she uh, Mind Twist Comedy. Uh, Great for for people that don't know. Uh, it's run by Irma. Uh, she gives a lot of people, a lot of new comics, eager comics, uh, opportunities yeah, and stuff. Yeah, So that that should be a good show, man. Good luck with that. Like you, oh, thanks, man. you've been you've been you jumped on shows fairly quickly, huh? Um. Yeah, man. I uh, I had a friend record me. Yeah. Um. Do some jokes at Jokesters, and mm. then I just whoever did a post say I need a gig. I need I need a I need a comedian um do five ten minutes I make sure to like send them my video be like hey I want this spot and they're like okay yeah and then with Irma I've done already like four shows for her show four shows for her mm-hmm. and uh, I think the first time I, I I went I did pretty good so she just keeps putting me on a lineup and stuff no yeah she's had she's put on some pretty good shows yeah, I've yeah. done some good shows with her um that the the Elba room. It's hit or miss, man. It's like a, it's it's a tough it's a tough room. I've had good shows there, mm-hmm. uh, but the mics are, are kind of rough there, man. So it's kind of hard for the drive. It's definitely, uh, yeah. It, it's definitely sometimes it could, it could not be worth the drive. And then, but I think for me, it's if I make people laugh at you know a bar where nobody's there, like nobody's there for comedy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, especially at the elbow room, nobody's there for comedy. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's just there to, you know, hang out and drink, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's a guy in the corner talking about dicks, right? Like, that's what the elbow room is. And, like, I think it's important to do those spots mm-hmm. because that's how you know you're really funny. It's, if a joke works there where nobody wants to hear you at all, mm-hmm. once you go to a club where people actually want to hear you, you're going to destroy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's how I do it. Is mm-hmm. I, I, if I have a new material... I'll go try it out at the elbow room. It's definitely a great place to try yeah, yeah. out new, new material for yourself. Just try like it. maybe you could get a recording of it. Uh, just type of, type of uh, kind of work out your pacing mm-hmm. of it, especially if it's the first time saying it out loud. Exactly. And stuff. But like, it's just like uh, rooms like that will will bring out bad habits. Not only for the comics mm-hmm. or the comedians, but for the audience as well. Okay. You know, because like people, and this is just my opinion, I don't know anything, mm-hmm. uh, but like people kind of think that they're part of the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and like, yeah, you could probably heckle back and forth and maybe work on that, mm-hmm. work on like your crowd work and all that stuff or dealing with hecklers. But that's really not the point of these, not supposed to be the point yeah, of these yeah, mics, yeah, sure. you know. And again, like, there, it's not always like that. They have some good times. The The bartender has to be. Great bartender, very nice, but she just does not understand that she can't be yelling all the time. <laughs> like, she will be the loudest person in there, and I just don't understand. Like, she also needs to know, especially when they're having a show that requires people to listen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she needs to know that when she's talking to customers, mm-hmm. they're going to get their... They're uh, like they they will be aware of the level of that their voice should be based off how oh, yeah, she yeah, yeah, yeah. is. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she <laughs> is also responsible to like kind of tell the audience like, hey, do, you know, do you need another drink? Yeah, yeah. Not, hey, what can I get you, honey? Yeah, yeah. You know, especially like in the middle of like somebody's like setup. You <laughs> yeah. know, on stage. I've seen you get mad like a good two or three times. Oh you man, and I feel <laughs> I feel so I feel bad because I hate being mean to the staff, and yeah, I think yeah, yeah. She, I think she does it on purpose because like. 
there's some other comics that will play along with her and like mm-hmm. put her in and like get her involved, you know, mm-hmm. pretty much uh, uh, go off of anything that they were working on and just say, okay, let's just fuck around and then have that banter back and forth with the bartender. And that's not, it's not supposed to be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've done shows, um, not at Elba Room. Uh, it doesn't matter where, but I've had I've done shows where the bartender thought she was part of it. And, oh really? Yeah, and it w- what made it even worse is that there wasn't that many people in the room already. Okay, you know, so there was probably maybe I'll say eight people, non that that weren't part of the show plus the bartender, and she kept interjecting every time. Okay. Every time I would say something, every time I took a pause, she would interject uh-huh. to the point where I had to say, you need to shut the fuck <laughs> up. Like, you really need to shut up. And then she's, like, walking in front of the stage, like, oh, I'm, I'm dancing. Like, oh, I need to take these people's... <laughs> she thinks she's at church? She's like, no, like, she's like, I need, to, I need to go get their order, blah, 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 you know, all this okay, stuff. Okay. I was like, just be quiet <laughs> yeah. and do your job, you know. Uh, it was It was bad. I mean... The audience thought that I was playing with her, but I yeah, was yeah. not playing with her. <laughs> and uh, funny, get back to the kitchen. Funny enough, though, like <laughs> she she bailed mid show. She just oh, really? fucking bounced. Like nobody knew she was the only bartender in there, so they had to bring somebody <laughs> from the working? other room. She was working. And she just left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't I don't know if it's because well she didn't seem too bothered by what I was saying to yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, dude, that's you can't you can't be doing that. You need to shut up. You know, mm-hmm. like, she went, I got a question. I was like, shut the fuck up. Uh, and uh, by the time I got off the stage, she was gone. Nobody, oh, really? nobody could find her. She, oh, wow. she just fucking left. Dang, dude. Uh, yeah. You're like a superhero. No, man. I mean, it, it was it was bad. It was <laughs> it was hard for the show because there was more comics there than there were people in the audience. Oh, yeah. I love those shows. You know, and uh, I mean, no, nobody's. Nobody's fault. I mean, mm-hmm. it was it was a Saturday and it was busy downtown. It was jokesters. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so it was it was busy downtown, like okay. something, some outdoor fest, not outdoor festival, but like the whatever in the park just mm-hmm. wrapped up. So everybody was going home. Like nobody was gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. spend more time at a comedy show type mm-hmm. of thing. So it was just it was a bad time, a bad timing, whatever. And they did have some people in there and stuff. Uh, I I got more upset because I had my cousin from L.A. He was just in town and he wanted to see me do stand up I was yeah, like yeah, yeah come to this show and then that bartender so I was even more upset I was like bitch you're ruining my fucking set <laughs> no, in front of my cousin yeah, like, no. I'm trying to prove something to yeah. him <laughs> dude, <laughs> you if, you're, if you're a local comic and, you're, and you want to bring friends families to your shows don't do it okay those, those will be your worst sets of your life dude I, I brought I went to um, I went to a mic it was a newer mic Right, and I, and I decided to bring my girlfriend, right, because she's never seen me do stand-up. She honestly, I tell her some of my jokes, and she honestly doesn't even, even like them. Yeah. But, like, she still supports me. Yeah. So, like, I go, and I bring her to this to this mic, and I'm, like, super excited. I'm, like, my girlfriend can see me do good, because I know these jokes do good. Like, these are my, this is my type, like, five minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I get there, and it's one of those shows, man, where there's no crowd. Mm. And it's nothing but comedians. Especially, and there are com- comedians that are like seasoned that have been in the scene for a little bit, mm-hmm. and they have they do shows, they do showcases and stuff. <laughs> and dude, I go up there and I start my my yelling shit. Dude, they don't have they don't they don't have time for that. Okay, yeah. so dude, I get I bomb, I eat shit, and then my girlfriend was like, like, and I was like, dang, man, that was the worst set of it I've probably done in front of my girlfriend. And then I brought like multiple friends to my sets, dude, like. And I don't know why, man. Those are always the sets that do bad for some reason. Like you, you, you bring them out to open mics, or you bring them out to shows that you're doing. No, I'll bring them out. I, I did one. You know what, dude? I did one. Uh, I brought my friend to an actual show that yeah. an open mic. Yeah. And then I thought it was gonna be really good, and the sound system in the venue was like fucking up. Oh. So yeah. like I had to like I couldn't like stand in certain places, or I couldn't like raise my voice to a certain level. Otherwise, it would get like crazy feedback, mm-hmm. uh, like all over the the sound system or whatever. And uh, yeah, that was a little rough, but I, I powered through that one. But yeah, every single time I bring somebody, man, I don't know why. Yeah, you got to deal with that, man, because yeah, like sucks. you're you're always gonna know you're you might always know somebody in the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, I never invite uh, people to to mics, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, because you never know what they're going to see. Sometimes there's like good comics working on good stuff mm-hmm. or working on stuff back to back to back to back. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, most times there's, they're not, 
yeah. You know, so you don't want to invite nobody to a bad time. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're going to, like, try to say, hey, come to my show next weekend. You know, they're like, <laughs> yeah. no, man, I just saw what, what comedy <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. Like, if that's what comedy is, like, yeah, no true. thanks, man. Very true. Um, but, no, like, sh- shows I'll promote, like, um, I don't know how people come out there and and just depending on how well I'm doing or how I feel like I'm doing, yeah. I'll either like look at their direction, look in their direction, mm-hmm. or just completely ignore that side of the room. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Usually it's the latter. I'm just like, I don't see you yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm the, I'm the exact same way. Uh, but I know they're there. Um, but I mean, I don't know. But like, yeah, yeah like um, I always tell people, that, well, like newer comics too, and like you're you're a young dude, so I guess like you, I mean, everybody could do their. There's no set way of how to do it. I just I didn't start jumping onto shows until probably close to the a year of doing mics. Oh really? Yeah. 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 Just because like, and I I didn't talk to anybody for the first six months. I didn't mm-hmm. talk to nobody, and then people started knowing me as the meth guy. Like, oh, you're the meth guy. I was like, oh, that's not really what I want to be known <laughs> yeah, as. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to change that. I still haven't yet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have one of those jokes too. Where and I'm then, like, I don't want to be known as that dude. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, but like, uh, and I, that's another reason why I have the podcast is because I don't like to to bother people, like at the mics or at shows and stuff. I was, I was like, oh, you want to come sit down and talk some shit, you know, so you know what we're gonna get into and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Other, otherwise, I just keep it short, sweet, just like whatever. Um, but yeah, for the longest time, I didn't talk to anybody at the mics, and then just started jumping on shows. But I know a lot of young people that are just so eager, so like ready to fucking start doing shows. And like, if it's working for you, it's working for you, man. Like, mm-hmm. there's no set way way of it, man. And uh, and Irma and Mind Twist Comedy, they always she's always putting putting together shows, yeah, man. yeah. And so it's pretty good. Uh, what made you want, want to get into comedy? Like, start doing um, actual stand up. Well, I first started doing. Uh, I've never wanted a real job. Nobody okay. wants a real job, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, but I really don't want one. <laughs> I really don't want a, a fucking real job. So um, when I was 16 years old, man, um, that's when I figured out you can, you can get paid doing YouTube. I still haven't figured that out. Right. Well, what you, the way you do it is you do it through ads. You got to monetize your channel and like, do all this shit and like, go through a bunch of like, um, not a bunch. It's, it's honestly pretty simple. Mm. But you get like, paid for your ad revenue right, for YouTube. Mm-hmm. Right? You just need to monetize your channel. Um, and I figured that out when I was 16. So I, I, I read a bunch of stuff and I watched a bunch of videos on how to do it. And I did, right? So when I was 16 years old and I would make just a bunch of like stupid skits on my phone mm-hmm. or I, I, you know, my parents bought me like a hundred dollar camera. Um, and I would have my little brother who was like 11 at the time. No, he was, yeah, like, probably like nine. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, I would have him just press the record button and just film me like saying whatever, like doing whatever, um, it was also at the time during... Like stunts or like skits? It was more skits or sometimes it would be like a rant. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it would be like, I don't even know, man. You remember Vine? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was when Vine was like popping, popping mm-hmm. when I was like in high school. So, but I didn't have an iPhone. I had a little like $100 like Obama phone from Cricket Wireless or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, I, so I couldn't make a, I couldn't make vines because at, when it first started off, only iPhones could make vines, right? So, but I, I wanted to be like those guys, right? Mm-hmm. So like I would just um, post like things that I think would be good on a vine would be on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I would have like a second, uh, a seven second video on YouTube or whatever, and then um, yeah, I would just get like money from ads. From yeah, I would just tell people from my high school, man, just like hey, watch like I do, I do YouTube or I follow people on Instagram and they see that my bio has, you know, my YouTube channel or whatever and they mm-hmm. click on it or whatever and stuff. And uh, that's what I did in, in high school. But w- what happened? I had gotten discouraged because I didn't make enough, like I wasn't editing anything. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have like any kind of software or like gadgets or anything. I literally just had my phone and my camera. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, I stopped doing it until I said, okay, I'm going to like, I'm going to do this again when I can afford it. You know what I'm saying? And then now, now I'm doing this show with my best friend mm-hmm. when I can afford to do that shit. And I can afford to have like an editing software and like a nice camera and stuff and mm-hmm. um, put a little bit more time into it. Um, yeah, but it was YouTube at first, right? And then I watched Eddie Murphy's um, Delirious. Mm-hmm. And that shit, to me, was the funniest thing 
and I didn't even know like what like stand up comedy was. Mm-hmm. I had seen like a few little things, um, but I had found that myself. What, what uh, was that Delirious special? And that shit, man. Uh, from there, I, I started watching that. I started watching uh, Death Comedy Jam with uh, Martin Lawrence hosting and stuff like that. Those shit was mm-hmm. that was super funny. I watched like four or five of Cat Williams specials. Um, I saw all of Kevin Hart specials at the time, and dude, I fell in love with stand up. All nothing but black comics. Yeah, nothing but black comics. For <laughs> and, you know, and then I got is that why he yells so much? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> and then uh, who after that I fell in love with um, Louis C.K. Uh-huh. I fell in love with him, and then I must have been maybe like, uh, yeah, like 17 at the time. Um, I had stopped doing YouTube, and then I, I was 17. I just learned about stand-up, right? And then I would kind of see myself, I would kind of like envision myself or like imagine myself doing stand-up, mm-hmm. right? But I didn't really know, like, I, would just, I just remembered like imagining myself on a stage holding a microphone, you know? Like, I didn't know, like... Did you do anything on stage before? Never. Like no, no acting, no nothing in high um, school. No I would do like a skit or productions. two. I did like a skit or two at like church or something. At church? Yeah, at church. Okay. Yeah, like in the youth group or whatever, mm-hmm. right? We would play like little characters. I would do that, but mm-hmm. never anything serious. Um, oh, you know what? No, I was, when I was 18, I was, on, I was in the church band for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played uh, guitar. Oh, you played guitar? Yeah, I played guitar. Oh, that's cool. I learned in mariachi. Okay. 12 years old. Did you, did did you do anything with music, or that was the only thing? Just was, mariachi and no, church. No, no, no. I never, I never really thought I would do anything with music because yeah. I, I quit when I was like, I, I quit like two years into it. It never made any sense to me. I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. I guess everybody could play a guitar or something, mm-hmm. but it never made any sense to me like that. People that knew how to play instruments mm-hmm. didn't do anything with that. Like. Why do you know this if you're not going to be in a band? Like that's, I, I, that's I, how I am with comedy. That's how I am. With, I'm like, how are you? Why, why are you? Like, there's some people like you said. We said earlier, um, there's some people that just do it. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, like how you put like that? Much, like, comedy's hard, bro. Like, it's, it's like instrument. Like, learning an instrument is hard. Yeah. Like, why a, put yourself through that and yeah. not do shit with it? Yeah. I've had like, like I have a friend that's like um, a really, really good guitarist, mm-hmm. and we we talked about like um, being in projects and stuff like that, and actually. I picked up bass a little bit, and I and I, it's bass is simple, right? So um, he had offered me a, like a position, or not a position, like like to be in part of a band that has already like been looked at by like record labels, mm-hmm. and like they 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 just need they just needed that one, that fourth member, mm-hmm. which was me, and then they could like get the project going, they can set up videos and like stuff like that, right? Like, they just needed me. They're like, you got tattoos? Hold here's a guitar. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got tattoos and gauges here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> they they basically gave me like he handed me like like a package saying like dude like you, we could like be like full time musicians mm-hmm. right this was a month ago right oh really yeah for real what band is it it's a band called uh, Eyes of Another mm. yeah. I want to say I've seen that the font of that the oh Eyes really of, yeah like yeah, on yeah. a poster or something for yeah like, it's 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 like a, it's a very very local band mm-hmm. yeah but uh, my friend's a guitarist in it and he was like. Yeah, man. Like you can, like you just need to be our member, and mm-hmm. you just need to learn this one song, and then do a video with us, and then you're part of the band. Mm-hmm. You know, and we, and we can get like record labels looking at us and shit, right? But I was already doing comedy, and I fell in love with comedy, mm-hmm. and then uh, I just like stopped. Wow, man, that's yeah. that's insane. Like to have that so close and stuff. Uh, as far as like being in a rock band. Already almost signed. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But you know, with me, it's it's more it's more. No, I I don't want to do anything but comedy. Yeah. Now, now I now, I've always since I, since I've watched that Eddie Murphy special, mm-hmm. I wanted to become a comedian mm-hmm. when I was like seventeen, right? Um, That's such an old one though. That's from like the eighties and nineties. It like, just popped up. Yeah. It just popped up on my YouTube. Delirious. That's. Yeah. It's when he's he's in the orange jumpsuit. The orange one is raw. Or the red one is raw. The no. purple one is delirious. Purple one is raw. I'm I think you. it's backwards. I, dude, I'm telling you. I've seen, I've seen delirious like eight times. Delirious, he has the... Uh, the I'll the, bet you. You'll bet me right now. I'll bet you. Recorded right now. It's recorded. We're <laughs> recording right now. <laughs> All right. I'll bet you. Ten bucks. Raw is red. Delirious is purple. Okay. All right. All right. Deal. Deal. Um, yeah, man. Because, okay, so raw... Raw would always be playing mm-hmm. at like family gatherings. 
<laughs> that? Huh? That would be playing on family gatherings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like towards the end. And so the kids, we, I wouldn't be able to watch it. They're like, no, you got to go to the next. That, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's too bad. It's too raunchy and all that stuff. So by the time I was able to see Raw, I was like, this is it? Like, this is what, really? what y'all were hiding from us? Oh, like, okay, it wasn't yeah. that bad, you know? Like, mm-hmm. uh, so because it was always built up, it, like, Eddie Murphy oh, Raw, I, see, I, I see, knew I of it for years. Mm-hmm. For years, and then when I finally saw it, because it was like so forbidden, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh man, now I'm gonna watch it." Like, lock the doors. I'm gonna watch it. You know, like <laughs> finally, and I was like, "This is it? That yeah, this yeah, is yeah. all?" So it was very disappointing. Like, I blame my family for building it up yeah, too yeah. much, and then like it wasn't that good. But like, you thought you were gonna see some like black dot com or like shit, right? I just I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> I was like, "Why is it so bad?" Because okay, they act like my family acts like they don't cuss. Around us, or say like the most disgusting yeah, yeah, yeah. shit around the kids, mm-hmm. but because it's on TV, they're like, "No, you you can't watch this now. Go to the next mm-hmm. room. Go out, go play outside. All that stuff." So it was always in my mind. It was always built up. And so when I saw it, like if maybe I would have a different uh, perspective on it if it wasn't uh, like so taboo, mm-hmm. you know, like like the family didn't build it up as this bad thing that this kid, the kids, can be a part of. Uh, but yeah, I really didn't dig it. I didn't dig it once I saw it because it was just built up too too much. No, I loved it, man. I loved it. Yeah. So the first time you went up, you went up at, at LOL. Yeah, LOL. I was uh, that was July. How how long did it take you to talk yourself into going up? Since I was seventeen. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. And you just went up a couple months ago, so you're twenty one, so three years. Basically. Wow. Yeah, basically. We're, yeah, we're at four. Well, where, where I wanted, to, where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this, and then um. I had a, like I had, some, you, actually, you know what, man? I wanted to be, a, I've always wanted to be a comedian, but I've always, I didn't really think that that would be my, my career choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried being a, being a cop and I tried being a firefighter at one time. Yeah. Like I, I was obsessed at, be, at like being one of those. Firefighters are hard, man. Yeah. Like the, the, the test is so fucking hard. Anybody could be a cop. But yeah, like, the fire, yeah. like, no, no, I don't mean any disrespect to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I had a buddy that was... For years, his whole life was like uh, he wanted to be a firefighter. Mm-hmm. But well, on that test, they gave out to like all the the apply the mm-hmm. applications or applicants, whatever the fuck. Uh, they only take like the f- top five percent. Yeah, yeah. So he never got past that. Mm-hmm. He never got past the written test and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So he became a cop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's most people's stories. Yeah, man. That's most people. Uh, I took it. Um, so what they do is they they say like they take the top. Percentage, right? Five, ten um, percent, something exactly, like that. Exactly, right? Yeah. So when I took the test, I got an 80, and they took anybody that got an 86 and above. Mm. That's who was able to take um, the physical exam, mm-hmm. and I missed it by six points. Yeah. And I was crying for a long time. So then I tried being a cop. I tried being a cop, because I just, I just wanted, I was going to school. Mm-hmm. I was going to A&M San Antonio, mm-hmm. and no disrespect to that school or anything, but it, it just wasn't for me. Um, like school or that school? School in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get that. It just wasn't for me, mm-hmm. so I just wanted, um, I just wanted to be out of like a like I didn't want like a real job. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to be like something like <laughs> being a cop or a firefighter is a real job. Yeah, but it's it's more than like oh, like I work at oh, like an office job. Yeah, you yeah, didn't want yeah. an office job. Yeah, okay. I wanted something. I wanted like since I was a kid, I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna be something that like I'm proud of myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, I'm a cop. I'm proud of myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm something. You know, I didn't want to be just like a regular dude. I wanted to do something that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And is that in the family? Like, do you have cops or firefighter family no. members? No, zero. No, my family is like, you have kids, and then you take your first job that you can get to feed them. Mm-hmm. And then if you're if you're moving up in that job, fine. If you're not, whatever. You have kids. You know what I'm saying? That's how my family is. Yeah. So, so it, me doing comedy is like unheard of for them. You know what I'm saying? What made you not want to be a cop anymore? Or not want to apply to be a cop? Um, so, <laughs> when you apply to be a police officer, mm-hmm. right, for SAPD, right, you, you're not supposed to have done any illegal substances three years, three years prior to your application, mm-hmm. right? That's three years. Now, I applied in December mm-hmm. of 2018, 2018. Right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, 2018. And I had done mushrooms and THC oil three months prior mm-hmm. to that. Right? 
Couldn't you just lie and say no? They you polygraph didn't? you. They polygraph they you. Polygraph you. Yeah. Which, if you don't know what a polygraph is, lie detector. Now, yeah. if you think, oh, that's fine. I'm gonna lie about this, and it's okay. Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna pass. I'm just gonna keep my heart rate down, and I'm just gonna like you know ease through it. I'm gonna lie through it, right? Yeah. You're it's not, not a lie if you believe it yourself. Yeah. That's what I thought too. <laughs> well, you didn't believe it. You didn't believe yeah. hard enough. Well, I thought, dude. I was like freaking. Man, I'm, I'm, I freaking wrote it in the back of my eyelids, dude. Freaking just like reading it. Yeah. Trying to freaking believe it, dude. No, I couldn't do it, man. I freaking failed the polygraph, and then, uh, then I went to, <laughs> I went to, from SAPD, I applied to um, Bear County, the sheriff's department here. I failed that one too. Yeah. They, I, I, they I, ask you the same questions? Yeah, they asked me the same questions, but I, I, a guy had told me, they were like, oh, yeah, dude, like, if you fail SAPD, go to Bear County because they don't polygraph. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bet. And then I go, and they're like, okay, like, just fill out this information, and then you're going to be at, their, at your polygraph at this time. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, you should, like, do the polygraph. And I'm like, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you do. <laughs> so I went and failed that shit, too. <laughs> it was great. Yeah, so then, and then I tried, like, arguing about it. And I was like, no, I didn't, right? And then, like, they had, like, they had me write, like, an appeal. They had to, like, do all this paperwork, like, trying to, like, overturn, like, the decision that they made. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, okay. And then <laughs> I was, like, hoping. I was, like, praying. I was like, this is what I meant to do. I have to do this. And then a week later in the mail, I get a, uh, I get a letter saying, uh, thank you for your interest in this uh, position. You are permanently disqualified from ever, <laughs> like. Permanently yeah, disqualified? Yeah, permanently disqualified from, like, applying to this to this thing or whatever. Holy shit. Yeah, so they were like, your dreams are done. That was great. Dang, man. Yeah, but honestly, it's, it's, I know you hear this a lot, but like. No, I've I, never heard that before. No, 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 no I, I was going to say like, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh, yeah. But like, if I became a cop or if I became a firefighter, I wouldn't be like the same person. Well, yeah. I mean, you know it, what I'm saying? Yeah, it obviously changes you. Exactly. And I don't want, and that, honestly, when I was going through that process, I was like, oh, I don't want that to happen to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to try everything in my power to not, like, be, like, a dick or, like, to not to be, like, you know, like, just, like, this, like, quiet dude, you know, like, I'm, I'm me, like, I'm, I'm a funny guy, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I like to, like, be joking and lighthearted all, all the time, you know, I don't want to be anybody different, you know, mm-hmm. and that, I was actually afraid of that, so um, if I became a cop or something like that, then... I feel like that would have changed, you know? You think it would have changed you that much? Like you Probably. Tough I'm a sensitive dude, man. Be mean? Yeah, I'm a sensitive guy. <laughs> sensitive cop? <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll, I'll cry, man. I'll cry right now. I tried, uh, I tried going into the Army, um, but every single time I, I went to the recruitment office, I just turned around, pussied out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. I had to pussy it out every single time. I did like three times where I walked up to the door, and I was like, I'm out. Wow, man! Yeah, yeah. Like nobody tried to convince you. Like, oh, I see you standing out there, just coming in. And no, I, I went. The first time I went, I talked to the guy a little bit. Yeah, and then he was like selling me on it a little bit, and but I just like, um, I, I kept pussying out, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and then I would like tell people, like, I would be like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be in like the army. Mm-hmm. Like I would tell people to try to like give, convince to your... give to, yeah to convince them, and also convincing myself like, oh, I'm gonna do this, mm-hmm. but like I couldn't, I pussy it out. Why would you feel the need? Like, what makes you feel the need to have a job like that? Like, uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, open to men and women, mm-hmm. yeah. But you were thinking of it as something that's gonna make you tough, or that that kind of symbolizes no, toughness no, 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 or no. something. I think I just wanted to be, like I said, I just wanted to be proud of myself. Yeah, I just wanted to do something and be like, oh, I did this. You know, I I wanted to go through something that you know a lot of people don't go through, mm-hmm. and then be proud of myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't care if people like me. People are going to like me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, but I always, I always want to kind of like, like to like myself. You know what I'm saying? Be proud of myself. Like I have a, like, I guess like people have their image of like themselves and like what, what they are. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I want, like I have an image of myself that I think that I want to strive to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which is a, a respectable guy that I'm one of respect. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They're just, they're just, I want me to be the best me. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it is. Is I just want to be proud of myself. So what made you give up all that um, and start comedy? <laughs> well, the letter in the mail saying you're permanently disqualified for that. Yeah. The firefighter was that next. I failed it, and the next year, um, that next year, dude, the day right before, um, <laughs> the day right before I went to go take the test, my car exploded. 
Like it just like broke down on the side of the road and I had to get a new car. Holy shit. Yeah, the day before and then I couldn't make it to the test the next day because I had to find a new car. Mm. Right. So I was like, okay, well, Jesus is telling me something. Like, don't do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or else you're going to die in a fire. Yeah. Or something like that. So I stopped pursuing that. I stopped pursuing the army. And then um, I wasn't doing anything, man. I was just going to school. I took, I was taking like one or two classes a semester and then ended up dropping them because like I said, I just wanted to be feel, I just wanted to feel like I was doing something. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to feel like I was like being productive and like working on myself. Cause like ev- I'm only 21, like I said. So like everybody my age is like getting into what they want to be career wise. Mm-hmm. And like, of course, college always drills into you. Like if you don't have a degree, you're a fucking loser. Where'd you grow up? What side of town did you grow up? Um, I grew up in Somerset. Somerset. Yeah. Yeah. What what's what's like the class over there? Like, is it like rich or like middle? No, high, high it's like middle class uh, or lower to mid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Why? No, because just that whole like that eagerness, that whole like motivation to like mm-hmm. uh, make something or do something that you're proud of. I don't know, man. Like a lot of like just depending on like certain areas, they mm-hmm. really don't have that. You know, <laughs> well, it, they kind of like just be stagnant or just go go with the flow. Like, yeah, yeah. No, a lot I of people don't have that drive just depending on where they grew up, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's from that's that comes from my dad. My dad went, okay, so when you're a little kid, right, and your kid's like doing activities or whatever, your, your kid's a kid doing shit, right, sports, whatever, mm-hmm. art in school, um, you tell your kid, hey, do your best, right? They tell you, hey, tell your kid to do your best, right? My dad didn't tell me that. My said my dad told me to be the best. Damn. Yeah, he was like, I don't want you to try your best. I want you to be the best. Mm-hmm. Right. So, as a kid, it would kind of make me sad because I was like, Oh, if I, if I'm not the best, my dad doesn't like me. You know what Jesus I'm saying? Christ. That's what I thought as a kid. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. growing up, like if I wasn't the best, then I was just a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Right. But like now that I was, I'm getting older, and I realized like the difference between trying and like I said, going with the flow, like what it gets you mm-hmm. and where it puts you and stuff like that. Like, um, I realized it was, it was good to tell me, to tell me that I think. Yeah. 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 I wasn't going through like a depressive, epi- I wasn't going through like a depressive episode where I was like, Oh, I feel like shit. Where do you think he got that from? Like, was he military or was no, he? No, no, no. Like He's that? a regular guy. Why, why, why do you think he had so much pressure about that? Like, don't try, just you be your best. Probably the Rocky franchise. <laughs> the Rocky franchise. <laughs> probably that. We fucking love Rocky, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably the Rocky. Probably that one, one or two or three. Yeah. One of those, man. Rocky, Star Wars, you know, like, don't yeah. try to do whatever. That shit, man, where you, you think you're fucking better. You know what I'm saying? Be better than people. That's a lot of pressure as a kid, man. I guess. I don't did, know. Did you always have that? Like, Or was that like when you got older, like closer to your teen years? No, it, it, it's always been the same. Like it's always been like me. Like I just want to be the best Damn. at whatever I'm doing. That's a lot of pressure. That, that's where that's where you're saying all young comics are eager to jump on shows already. It's like yeah. yeah, man, I'm trying to freaking sell. I'm trying to sell out shit already, bro. Like I'm trying to like that. That's just, but that's just me. Not just because I'm being eager. But that's just like that's just how I think. Mm-hmm. It's like I I I want to quit my job already. Like I want to like dude. I the first show I did for Irma, I got paid 15 bucks mm-hmm. for five minutes, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I'm quitting my job. <laughs> like I'm a fucking full time comedian. Like I'm done. Do you still live at home? No, I live at a, I live in a little studio apartment. You live on your own. Yeah, and you yeah. still think fifteen dollars a show? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm done. Gonna, I'm done. Carry I did. I had. I had that. Honestly, I had that feeling for like fifteen seconds, and I was like, <laughs> okay, like, let me go back to reality. But I did for real for like a, a little bit. Be like, I'm fucking quitting. Well, I mean, that's a good pride thing. I mean, like, yeah, like, it's it's nice fantasy feeling to feel that, you know, like an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, getting paid to do something that you were just doing as a hobby type of mm-hmm. thing. I mean, but, yeah, man. I mean, you, you got to make sure that you keep it uh, keep it realistic. Yeah, <laughs> I know. know. I know. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I freaking, um, I don't know, man. I got, I got all these fucking bills and shit. Comedy doesn't pay that right now. No, man. And see, that's another thing, too. Like, people, like... When you when and a lot of, a lot of people that have been doing comedy for a long time, like yes, this is their business and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But I just think when when it starts becoming your business or a business, that's when it stops becoming fun. Like mm-hmm. you, you you start being pressured or stressed out about mm-hmm. like booking shows and staying busy, mm-hmm. hitting the road, going out, and all that stuff. Like you're taking the fun out of what it is, what it's supposed to yeah, be. Yeah. You know. But I think, you know, there's got to be some kind of downside to it. 
know what I'm saying? Can't just be all fucking like a a fantasy, I guess. You know, it's it's still a job. You're still working. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, That's I mean, you take it seriously. You take yeah, it seriously yeah. because you're spending a lot of time on it. You know, you're spending a lot of time writing or do however you do it. You're spending a lot of time going out to mics. You're spending a lot of time going out to shows, mm-hmm. doing all that stuff. So yeah, you want to take it with a certain sense of uh, certain sense of urgency, yeah, certain yeah. sense of like uh, seriousness. You know, so that's why I see some people like they they go out and they just get fucking shit faced drunk. Like you just wasted your night. Like there's been nights where I go to mics and I get drunk, and yeah, I'm just yeah. like, after I get off stage, I was like, that you just wasted your whole night. <laughs> Yeah. You know, yeah. you accomplished nothing. You yeah. worked on nothing. You're a worthless piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, pride, pride. Yeah. Um, nah, man. But like, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. You want to take it to uh, serious to to an extent. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's supposed to be fun. You know, you yeah, yeah, have to make sure, sure you're having fun up there. For sure. I, I, yeah. Like, I have fun. The whole process of it is fun for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I love it. I don't, I don't ever drink. Like I smoke a little bit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. But like I don't ever drink before a show, you know what I'm saying. Um, but all of it's fun for all of it's fun for me, man. All mm-hmm. of it's fun. My my goal for the for comedy is to go on the road and have my podcast or have my my YouTube show mm-hmm. and just do that full time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's what I have. That's what that's my plan is to just you know make make a uh, couple of bucks doing that, invest, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and then you know lay back. And you're so young too, man. Like you have, like I have a buddy of mine, uh, Justin Byers. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we talk every now and then. Him and, and Joey Smith and and, uh, and uh, Brendan Potter, mm-hmm. we're we're always in each other's ear, talking talking shit. And he's pretty hard on himself. He's like, dude, you're so fucking young yeah, right yeah. now that like if you just keep it like at this pace that you're going, mm-hmm. like you're gonna be a fucking killer. Mm-hmm. Six, eight, ten years. Yeah, yeah. You know, like. You got plenty of time and shit. Like I'm a little bit older, so I have I have that kind of sense of uh, again that sense of urgency. Like I kind of need to like pick up the pace a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But I, I stay I stay humble too. You know, like I don't mm-hmm. want to go out, out all out and say like, oh, this is you know I'm gonna teach a comedy class or something. Yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. That. You know, uh, I mean it's it's fun, but I, I'm I'm just now in this year, I decided to kind of take it more seriously because mm-hmm. uh, I didn't do any shows. Um, like I act, I didn't actively go out to get shows. Like you see those postings online, like yeah, yeah. oh, I got this show available, I got this spot available. Who wants to do that? I never replied to any of that. Oh, really? All the shows that I've done, uh, which aren't many, because they were all people who invited me to do it. Oh, okay. You know, uh, so I probably only did like last year. I probably only did like thirty shows. That's uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, plus uh, Blind Tiger shows. I'm counting those too. So okay. I, I think that's it. Might be a little bit more than that. Uh, but for for the whole year, yeah, for yeah. 365 days, I only did 30 shows, so it's not really a lot. Something. Uh, but so now I'm I'm gonna be more aggressive and actually go and try to find more shows, yeah, yeah. like be active about booking myself and not just wait to see if somebody fucking emails me or hopefully they see me at a mic and ask me to do our show. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like just just small steps, you know, like try to don't be too aggressive with it. And again, like you don't want to give anybody the the wrong impression. Impre- impression, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you tell somebody you could do ten minutes, make sure it's like the fire ten minutes that you have. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. Not just like I could, I could talk for ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, my my thing is, man. Back then, like this, like now was like people say that now is the only time in history of comedic history where people are the comedians are getting paid this much. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I did some numbers on. You ever heard of, uh, Chris D'Elia? Mm-hmm. Dude, you know how much he makes a, a night on a, on a tour? No idea. So he makes like half a million yeah. a night, dude. Like yeah, for like four shows. Mm-hmm. He do like a, like half a million, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, it used to be, if you wanted to be a comic, you had to go to L.A. Mm-hmm. or New York. You know what I'm saying? Grind, grind, do all the mics. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then hopefully jump on a tour with somebody and then do, you know, the tour for 10 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Never have friends, never have a family. You know what I'm saying? Um, try, and, and trying to hone your craft and hone, like, and, and get your own, like, like audience. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But nowadays for, it's a, the age of the internet. You know what I'm saying? The internet's out here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... 
you, so many more tools than people. Yeah, that there's had exactly. There's so many. There, the reason we're the reason we're doing this is so we can sell tickets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's so we can fill those seats, mm-hmm. right? So if nobody knows you, and somebody just puts you on a show, of course, like you're not going to get that much money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if you have something like a, like your own podcast or your own YouTube show or you're on a radio or something, mm-hmm. right? And then you just like um, what's his name, Big John? Yeah, man. I mean, he 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 was doing just YouTube, just YouTube, Ex- exactly. And he YouTube said, channel, exactly, right. And then he was able to sell out a show, yeah, before he even did open mics, yeah, because all of those people knew his knew him from his fucking videos. And he, he's a naturally funny dude. Like he he won the contest over there at Luchador before they started the, the mics that they have now. Mm-hmm. They just had a comedy competition, yeah, yeah. And apparently he won like four or five of those. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's a funny dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, to, to be based off of his YouTube channel, that's how people. I mean, that's how he promoted himself. Exactly. Promoted the shows. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, very. It's very impressive. I mean, like again, like some people. I mean, it's there's no one set way to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, I'm just saying, there's a lot. It's a lot easier for us now. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to move out. To all the to you know leave you know all that we know mm-hmm. you know we can just in my opinion I think there's a there's a way where you don't have to do all that shit mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying you can create your own fan base right and then you know if you're if this podcast gets big you know what I'm saying you have a following mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying then you can fucking tour man mm-hmm. sell sell out shit you know get popular enough to where you can sell tickets yeah you know instead of wasting not wasting but like spending all of that time you know what i'm saying of course still do mics mm-hmm. and still work on your stand-up you know what i'm saying but if you want to sell tickets and shit like you need a following yeah. you know what i'm saying and now that we have the internet it's a lot easier to do that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so you do you do that that tiktok page no no, no i don't do any of that shit What's the difference between that and like Vine and YouTube? Well, Vine's no more, right? No, Vine's no more. So TikTok, TikTok know, is like the new. I know people Vine. are like starting like tech, that's a new Vine. It's a newer kind of Vine, yeah. Okay, but that's just for like short videos and stuff. Yeah, I think they go up to like a minute. What can you do in a minute, man? You could do, hey, bro. When Vine was a thing, people would do. They only had like six or seven seconds, and yeah. they would get huge. Well, I guess so. A lot of people watch those videos nonstop yeah, yeah. all day. Exactly. You know. Exactly. The little funny videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you just started in, in July, yeah, right? Yeah. How do you think you've progressed between the, your first time going up mm-hmm. and now? I have a decent 10 minutes. You have a decent 10 a minutes? A decent 10 minutes. I have a good five minutes. I have a decent 10 minutes. Have you changed anything like as far as like the, your writing style, what you, what you talk about, um, how you perform? Like yeah, for sure. You've adjusted all that? Or, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, my writing... Um, honestly, dude, a lot of my writing is in my car. Mm-hmm. Is dri- driving to a comedy show? Mm-hmm. That's where I get a lot of my writing from. I won't. I won't do that. Sometimes I'll do it that day. Um, most of the time, I like to have an idea and write it down, and then build build upon that. You know what I'm saying? And then try it out. Try out the punchline that I figured out. If the setup works, usually the setup works for me. Usually the setup works, mm-hmm. and the punchline is usually garbage for me. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm, tr- I'm trying to like maneuver that I'm like trying to reconfigure that out you know what I'm saying so like if I, if I go to like elbow room if I try a punchline out if it doesn't work but the setup works mm-hmm. then I'll, I'll just like you know switch out the punchline for something else you know that's, that's usually how my writing is um, my where I get my ideas is just from like my life mm-hmm. like if I, I, have a, I have a little dog I have a girlfriend like I have something that happened to me when I was playing football when I was a kid. Mm. Um, yeah, just like, yeah, but I have, I have a good, I think, like, decent 10 minutes. Did you have the girlfriend before or after you started comedy? The same day. What? <laughs> yeah, the same day. I just, I, uh, what happened? I felt good, man. I was, uh, I was already talking to her a little bit. <laughs> like, I, you know, and I, I tell this, I always say this about my friend uh, that I do, the, my, my YouTube channel. Uh, his name's Ed. And, uh, dude, I was with Ed, like, Every single day, mm-hmm. like we would like do the show, we would hang out, we'd like fuck around, like play video games, or whatever. And then, um, I did my first open mic. I laugh out loud. And then immediately after I did the open mic, I just texted. I texted a girl like, "Hey, let's hang out." And then 
like I started doing comedy and I started dating that girl like the exact same night. Jesus Christ! So he, dude. Just, like, he just like lost a, uh, he just lost his fucking best friend like literally in a couple hours. Poor Ed. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, so funny. And I haven't mended that relationship because fuck you, Ed. <laughs> and I hope he hears that. How's uh how's your 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 girlfriend with with uh with comedy and how busy you are with it? Um, she gets it. Mm. She gets it. I'm not going to school. And I have, you know, a little job. You know mm. what I'm saying? So she's like, she's like, I, w- I wouldn't be dating you if you weren't doing comedy. Really? That's what she told me. Yeah. Because cause other than that, I'm not, try- I'm not doing anything. I'm not, oh, okay. I'm not bettering myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to school. I'm not um, fucking in the military or anything. Like, I'm not actually, I'm not doing anything to better myself. So, like, this is the one thing that I'm doing. So she's like, if you're not doing comedy, I don't, I don't know if I would have w- started dating you. That's interesting, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I, mean I guess that's uh, supportive, you know? Yeah. You got, you got, <laughs> yeah, she's making you stick the with ultimatum. It. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If you stop this, I'm fucking leaving. That's funny. That's what she is, man. So you tried to join the uh, the, the the army, mm-hmm. or that's what you, at least that's what you say. Yeah, uh, yeah. You try to, to be, become a cop. You yeah, try yeah. to be a firefighter. Correct. You do comedy now. If you weren't focused on any of that stuff, mm-hmm. hypothetically, it could be anything. Try to have fun with it. What do you think your focus would be? A stripper. A stripper. And I'm not lying. I'm not lying to you, a stripper. I would be a stripper. <laughs> Do you know any strippers? Um, I was offered a job at Hard Bodies. Yeah. When I was, I was at school, and I was at the gym, in this little gym that I was squatting, right? So I had my ass all perked up. You know what I'm saying? I was mm. all sweating. And uh, a guy came up to me, man. He was like, hey, dude. He's like, I'm, I'm putting together a team, mm-hmm. right? Like, I work at Hard Bodies, and I, I want to, like, put up a team, you know, and we, like, go around to, like, different places, and we, like, perform, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, oh, okay, like, what are we doing? It's, it's nice how he calls it a team. Yeah, like, the Avengers, like, he's, like, the Nick Fury of, like, <laughs> like strippers. He's like, I'm putting together a team. Like, are you in or are you out? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it was. He just offered me a job. He, well, okay, I'm, I'm lying. He offered a guy next to me a job, right? He was telling this, <laughs> right? And then he looked at me. He was like, you could do it, too. Yeah. He's like, he's like yeah, but, like, why do you sound... Like, how, how does that sound? And I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, how much do you make? He's like, in a weekend, I'll probably make like five, six hundred bucks in a weekend. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. He's like, yeah, but he's, he's like, you got to watch out, though, because like, there is like temptations and there's like, you know, like influences and shit. Bonuses. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. There is like, <laughs> you know, the under, the under the table shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I was like, okay. So as a joke, I said, let me ask my dad. <laughs> I said that as a joke. I said, like, let me just ask my dad. Right. And he's like, oh, okay. As a joke, like he laughed, ha. And then the next day he was like, the next day, yeah, he saw me in the hallway. He was like, Did you ask your dad? Uh-huh. And I was like, Did you think I was serious? He's like, Yeah, did you ask him? You should ask your dad. You're like, you be the fucking best goddamn <laughs> yeah, stripper no, out there. Right? <laughs> I said, I want you to try your best. I want you to be the yeah. best. <laughs> what would yeah. what would be your, your your stripper backstory or stripper name and all that stuff? I don't know. Probably um I think I would like play like a like a veteran, like oh. <laughs> like as if like you know like live out that fantasy yeah. of like being in the military, like oh like I'm a veteran. You're like oh, I'm a fucking PTSD and shit. Like, <laughs> don't play this random song or I'll start killing like bitches and shit. I don't think that's entertaining, but I think it is. <laughs> yeah, you said hypothetically. No, 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 no. I'm dream. just saying. My I, dream. I don't think your your customers, uh, male or female, we didn't get into that. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would expect or uh, uh, respond Appreciate. well to that type of backstory. Like, we but can't yet, have no loud music. <laughs> <laughs> nothing with gunshots. No, <laughs> nothing too <laughs> pounding. Yeah, but that, see, that's where my charisma comes in. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you look at this, isn't on video, right? So, like, I have short hair, right? Mm-hmm. In my, my hypothetical situation. I'm having long ass hair, mm. abs. You know, my dick is probably like three inches bigger. You know what I'm saying? Tidy whities, mm-hmm. right? And I'm still, I'm a comedian right now, so it's not like as if like I'm not gonna be, you know, it's not as if I'm gonna be not funny. I'm gonna be funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so, just work on that charisma, man. You Interesting. Know what I'm but don't play loud music. No loud music. No loud music, man. Don't trigger his PTSD. Yeah, please don't. Uh, cool, man. Uh, this was fun. Thanks for coming out. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Uh, replugs. Do your social medias, your oh, YouTube, yeah. and your shows that you got coming okay, up. Okay, again, on Instagram, SaltyXDog. Oh, yeah. What is SaltyXDog? That's just my username, man. I don't know why. Oh, there's, okay. Just my username. Yeah. I, 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 just, I, I always think there's a story behind something. No, like, no, like, no, 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 man. No. It's just, it's that one literally funny. is I saw the tag on the inside of my beanie. 
and the the color to that tag says salty dog like that's the color of the beanie that i bought so oh. I, just, I just made it that, that my username salty dog salty dog and then uh yeah i'm hosting a gig on january 17th ash basement bar underneath smoke restaurant um and then again on youtube at the bear and the boar make sure to like and subscribe please that'd be great and then uh facebook jace martinez and that's it follow instagram or twitter um uh, patrick c huerta or the babacoacore.com for any show information uh this was fun dude thanks for coming out Ladies. Yeah.